Hey everyone, this is Sanch, and I'm joined by... Carlos Madrona. The Schwetz. And we're the Brothers Bear Podcast Live, a comedy show where two brothers talk about everything from movies, cartoons, video games, comics, TV, and everything entertainment. We are joined by our good friend Schwetty every week. Make sure to catch us live every Monday night, time posted normally 9 p.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. <laughs> I said that weird. But people know what I'm talking about. You could also find us on Instagram at Brothers Bear Podcast, on our Twitter, Brothers Bear Pod, on Facebook, The Brothers Bear Podcast. You could also catch us on our email. You could email us at thebrothersbearpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure to follow us also on Tumblr and follow us, like us, subscribe us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podgods Network, and on our Podbean page. This is the Brothers Bear Podcast. Yeah. That's another promo in the bag. <laughs> what you're about to listen to is part of the Podgods Network. If you go to podgodsnetwork.com, you'll find other great shows there too. Have a nice day. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Welcome to the 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. This is a show about all things 80s. Oh, wait. I said that in the first episode. Oh, well. Well, welcome back to the 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I am your half-host, Renata. And with me right now, who needs to shave his beard again, I'm going to keep saying this every beginning, unless he does it. <laughs> me? Oh, wait. Uh, you kind of like... That was weird. Hey, everybody, it's Sanch. You kind of threw me off right there because it sounded like you were going to continue talking and then you randomly stopped. I know, I just because you were busy doing something, I just wanted to get catch you off guard. Well, it's because I was trying to like fix my headphones because as you were introing, they, they fell off my head because I wear them all weird. I wear it on one ear and the other ear is off so I can hear the actual audio in the room compared to what I can hear in the... Because the way we... Eh, who cares? Anyways, hey everybody, welcome back to episode 21, right? Of yep. 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. This is our 80s show devoted to, uh, well, more like all things film 80s and whatever else 80s <laughs> we talk about. That's the one thing. It's supposed to be all things 80s, but, you know, it sends we focus more on movies. But every now and again, we'll bring up some 80s stuff. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, every time I see your earphones, I think of that Dead Mouse character, like the one who does dubstep and like electric music. Like, why? Just the way it looks. Because <laughs> it's Batman. No, I know it's Batman, but I mean, like the way how your headphones are set up. Yeah. I don't know, kind of looks like ears. Oh, okay. Well, there you All right, cool. Well, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into anything, as always, you know us. It's time for. Some shout outs. Fans.
Okay, the first shout-out of the day goes to at Virginia underscore A. Um, I put up a recent post of me getting some new cute scrunchies, uh, and it actually kind of worked out, dedicated to our movie that we're going to be doing today, Heathers. And she commented saying that she actually, like, had an outfit, and she, like, has scrunchies and stuff, and she's going to tag us in a photo. So for her responding back and enjoying in the fun, we love you, Virginia. You are awesome underscore a and um my last um shout out goes to i know i'm very few with the shout outs but we need shout outs people i mean like comment you know like and get involved we need you know shout outs if not there's gonna be no shout outs anymore like we need you to be involved (laughs) yeah but my last uh shout out goes to um three tards who will be on this tuesday well will be recording with us this tuesday for our next episode, I mean, are we putting on two episodes? No, no, no. The way this works is, see, because you threw us off last week with your with us like not recording on Sunday. So what happened was at that point when we recorded, we automatically put the episode. So that episode that we released on what day? It was Wednesday morning, right? Yeah. Yes, Wednesday, we did. Wednesday, I post I posted the episode on Wednesday. That was supposed to be this past Monday's episode. So this episode we're recording today, we're posting, because today is Sunday for those listening, we will be posting this tomorrow, Monday. The episode we're going to record with them on Tuesday will be for next Monday's episode. And that, then, you know, that's it. But with you, you disappearing to Disneyland on Sunday to disney this sunday everybody and if you don't know what sunday it's june 29th and if you want to meet me in the magic kingdom if you're down there um just instagram me tell me where you want to meet that's cool i don't know i could be weird like that i could meet you and not yeah, know. she'll give you a big fat kiss yes give you a big fat kiss with like Mickey ice cream like sandwiches all over my face. You're just gonna have like a print of just chocolate on your white shirt. Yeah, but, and if you see her, take a picture, post it, and tag us. Yeah, please do because I like having. You know, oh, and this is uh, Florida, Walt Disney World, not Disneyland yeah. in California, not the better one, and Walt the Florida one. We're not getting into this discussion. We already know Disney World is the best. Okay, <laughs> go back to our shout-outs. What's better, the Karate Kid or the Karate Kid with Jackie Chan? What's better, the original and the, or the remake? Is that even... Don't, no, don't go there. Come on. <laughs> uh, you know, I literally lost track there for a second, guys, but... um. Think about <laughs> it, right? Am I, am I right or am I right, people? You listening right now. What would you rather like, the original or the remake? The reboot, because that's all it was. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get technical. Disneyland Florida was just a reboot, a remake. You're like, all right, well, now that we have more money and more land, let's just recreate Disneyland and make it bigger. You know, it's like it's like Michael Bay was in charge of Disneyland Florida. Every opening of a Disney trailer, what castle is it? Is it the California castle or is it the Florida castle? It's, it's just a castle, castle that they designed. It has nothing to do with the Florida one. It's the recreation of the Florida castle. No, it's not. It's their yes, their it idea of their castle, the, that the, a design castle, the original castle that they wanted. Because that's supposed to be Sleeping Beauty's castle. It's not yeah, supposed to be. If every, it was, it would, they would actually literally use that image. But they're not. They're, 
you know, they're just using a digital or, or an image that they created. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the post I will be posting up tomorrow has nothing to do with 80s, but I'm going to show a picture of the California castle and the Florida castle, and this will refer to this episode. Which park is better? Disney World, which is in Orlando, Florida, or Disneyland in somewhere in California? <laughs> so... You choose, okay? And this will prove our point. So we have to keep discussing. Well, we'll see. Since everybody tends to bitch about stuff, we're like, yeah, they changed it. I mean, it's kind of like Ninja Turtles, how everyone complains about that. I don't understand why. But think about it. You got you got freaking original Disneyland. That was the original. Then you got the remake, the reboot of Walt Disney World Florida. So it's kind of like, isn't the original always going to be better? Dude, there's more parks and everything all you got it is doesn't matter it doesn't matter if there's more parks or anything you know it's just like it, it's it's the original the, the the idea of knowing that where you're walking walt disney world i mean i mean walt disney set foot in that park he never set foot in florida because he died before it was completed so at that point it's just his it, it's people's ideas of what walt disney wanted from that point it's like all right here's the plans let's create it Whereas to Disney World, Disneyland, he had his hand in on everything. He was there. He was there every day. He, he that's why there's a cool little his little apartment that he has there in, in Main Street. You can see the lights on. That's in memory of like you know Walt Disney. This is their instead of going home, he stayed there in the park. Also in the Disney Castle in Orlando, Florida, there is a room that was supposed to be meant for Walt Disney himself and his family to stay in, but since the continuing family didn't want that and since Walt died they made that into a luxury vacation like contest day you could stay in the castle for a night and then the morning you wake up you are part of the morning parade yeah they have one like that in uh old old uh what's that freaking new orleans square they have like a uh a, 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 i don't know nobody cares okay next show actually they have a room like that in the in the in the Matterhorn suite too or something. I don't know. Who cares? Anyways, all right. No, no, no. Now I'm sorry. What am I saying? In the castle. That's what See, I'm saying. You claim... Well, let's not go there. Claim what? I don't claim I'm a big Disney fan. What's Disney? I don't even know what that well, don't is. Don't stop Disney if you're not a fan. Because you're, you're, you're actually, like, causing trouble with me going there. Why? All I'm trying to say is the original is always better. Am I right or am I right? Come on. Mom, <laughs> Dad, I'm gonna call my parents. It's like all you're basing is like it's much bigger. There's more explosions. It's louder. But again, what is better? There would be no Florida without Disneyland. It's boring now. It's so small. Have you ever been? I just see pictures. Ah, pictures. Get out of here. Have you ever been to Florida? No. So we're both in it. Okay. See, but what you're saying is, like, I don't disagree that that park has more stuff, that it's bigger, that it's going to be fun. I don't disagree with that. What I'm trying to say is that the original is always, always going to be better, no matter what. Why? Because it's the original park. It's the park that Walt stepped in. That's what I'm trying to point out. I'm not saying that, obviously, like, oh, this Disneyland is going to be more fun because there's much more things to do and blah, blah, blah. That's not really what I'm saying. The point is, it's just better on the fact that it's the original because it's the original. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's no matter what, 
no matter what, it's always going to be the better park because it's the original park. It's the actual original park. You know, and that's that's what I'm saying. It's like, and that's why I made that reference to the Karate Kid. You got Daniel Sun, Mr. Miyagi, but then you got that remake with freaking Will Smith's kid and Jackie Chan. Even though, like, that movie, and honestly, it wasn't really that a bad of a movie. I actually enjoyed it. The original is always going to be better. It's always going to be much better. And that's what I'm trying to say, you know, and, and, and that's what I mean when that, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's. A well, we're kind of, okay. Well, let's just make this a tie. Okay. So the fact that like, I never been to California and you never been to Florida. Excuse me. So the fact that we don't know, like our experiences hasn't been fulfilled. So it's not like I went to California and Florida and said, you know, from my experience of both parks, Cal- uh, California is not the best and Florida is. Or you could say the same thing, but since we both haven't experienced one park out of the two, you know, so we both create a tie. There you go. Do to do. That saved a whole conversation. I couldn't even get to my second shout out. Oh, well, do your second shout out. You still have time. Okay. My second shout out was supposed to go to Three Tards, but technicality came in and then it led to Disney and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I just want to say I'm so appreciative of of the Three Tard podcast. Uh, Well, one of you guys will be on the show. I just, I don't know who is it. Is it going to be Brandon or Brett? I forget either. No, Brandon. Brandon. So, Brandon, you're going to be on the show um, Tuesday, but it will be released the next Monday morning. So even though we're recording again this week on Tuesday, that episode will be released next Monday, which is the 30th. Yes. So um, just be prepared for that. And again, um, going back to you, Brandon, thank you so much for being cooperative and dealing with our time scheduling. I know Sanch lives in, you know, the rustic area of California, which messes up our time schedule. Because I think they're in, Ar- they're in Georgia. Georgia. And then- Georgia. We from Georgia. Georgia. Okay. <laughs> but again, um, thank you for coming on to the show, which is going to happen. So hopefully you stay on. And yeah. um, that's the end of the shout outs. Yeah. Finally got the out. <laughs> yeah. And then I want to give a shout out to Hydrate Level 4. They've been blowing up our Twitter lately uh, a lot. So grazie on that. Thanks for, for all the love on Twitter. And just any any new uh, followers that we have and anybody that leaves comments and stuff like that on our show. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Yes, and just one last thing, guys. Like I said earlier and into the shout-outs, like I kind of mentioned that we're not going to have a shout-outs session if none of you guys, like, just stop being shy. Just come on, leave a comment, or show your enthusiasm. Speaking of showing your enthusiasm, the way you could do that is the contest I've been putting up for the monthly prizes. This month, it's 80s Heroes. Okay, guys? You know, I had those Mr. Miyagi earrings, and then I have the local Philly artist uh, painting, or should I say, like, just poster drawing of all the Ghostbusters. And to win these fabulous prizes at the end of the month, which will probably be the 30th, Sanch, I'll give Sanch the, the name and everything, and then he will release, well, actually, he will explain who is the winner on the show. And then we'll probably, like, announce it through Instagram also, just so it's verification. What you do is you give an explanation of why these two groups, well, why this man and this group of guys are considered 80s heroes, and um, the like it, f- 
follow us. Um, send this photo out and explain the contest to other people. And um, that's it. It's pretty easy. Um, nothing hectic about it. I'm not asking you to do anything crazy or leave a video. But it will get to that point. You know, if you, you know, I like to switch it up a little bit. Me and Sanch want to be different, you know, and make things fun. But if you guys are not going to get involved, then there's no show. And, you know, it's not no show. But, I mean, there's going to be, like, no contests or no shout-outs. So, please, please, we want you guys to be involved. We love you guys. You guys are great. You know, just don't be, you know, ghost. Come out. Yeah. Because that's the one thing. It's like you don't, you know... If no one's playing along in our contest, it's kind of like, like if only one person says, hey, like, I want to be a part of the contest, it's kind of like, well, we're just randomly, you know, it's it's fun when more people are involved. So, you know, get involved, people. Uh, don't stop being shy. We have, we see, we see you, we see your downloads, we see everybody. <laughs> we know you exist. It's just uh, stop being so shy. Interact with us. Yeah, we're, trust me, like, I'm the biggest, like, idiot in the entire world. I don't, I don't say anything right. Sanchez has to correct me 24-7, so if you feel like you're going to be an embarrassment, trust me. <laughs> I'm a complete embarrassment. Yeah, I don't know plus I wouldn't make fun of you guys. <laughs> right, Sanch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, put that in your heads. All right, cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's, um, before we get into the movie, uh, you know, earlier I made a reference, like, you know, all things 80s, yeah, and we never really talk about other stuff. We always talk about film. So this week, I, I don't, I'm not going to talk about movies right away. We have our movie that we're going to do, so I'm going to leave that to the end of the segment. What I want to talk about is I want to talk about my beef with, and I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. I, I already know it, because I get this damn hate on my other podcast, but I want to bring this up because I don't understand it. <laughs> Scoozy. All right, I'm going to talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Look, Teenage Mutant oh. Ninja Turtles, the cartoon series, when it first appeared, it, it appeared in 1987. At that point, that was my generation. And oh my now, it's not born. Yeah, you weren't born. <laughs> and I remember waking up every morning, getting ready for school, and and they would show like the cartoon, like even though even though it was like a, a whole like you know uh, Saturday morning you know cartoon thing. Like, I remember when they started, it went in the syndication at that point, like, like I remember still getting ready for school, and they would always show episodes, and I would still watch it, watch the show and everything, but I mean, I was a huge fan when it first appeared, me and my older brother, we would watch it, and, and, and getting excited when the movie was released, like, we were like, holy hell, like, the Ninja Turtles are here, like, you saw Jim Henson's workshop put together these awesome creature effects, this this whole suit of a ninja turtle like you saw these turtles are real and you're like wow this is awesome and then now you got this whole like oh michael bay michael bay like this whole new movie this this everyone keeps saying you know uh it's a remake reboot this and that oh they're destroying our that's all i keep hearing they're destroying our childhood they're destroying our childhood well here's the thing it's like okay one with the look like I honestly, I'm not happy with the look because it's just C it's CGI. That's that's my only issue with it. What I love about the original, you know, the, the, for instance, the original movie, even though that movie came out in 1990, yeah, it's not, you know, but still, like, the cartoon series came out. And it, everything revolves around back to the whole 80s thing because that's when the comic was released. The original source material was released, you know, freaking in, in the 80s. But aside from that, what I want to talk about is, like, 
why 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 is there so much be like hate on this new freaking movie? Like I don't understand it. It's like one people are bitching about this movie because it's just like oh wait where's where's April O'Neil's jumpsuit? Why isn't she wearing a jumpsuit? Oh man, oh look at Shredder. He looks so big and oh he looks like a freaking transformer. I just posted a picture. Like they're talking about the Ninja Turtles. They look stupid. Like they're wearing all these things and it's just like. Wait, wait, wait. What are you talking about? They're all... Everyone's bitching because they're basing it all off the cartoon series. Well, guess what? The cartoon series was not the first, you know, um, rendition of the whole Ninja Turtles. It was the comic. The comic existed first. So when the, the cartoon came about, guess what? They were using the original source material, the cartoon, that brought it on to make the... To make the... the, the from the comic to the cartoon series. And guess what? April O'Neil, she was not... A reporter. She did not wear a yellow jumpsuit. That was all the cartoon series. For instance, you know, uh, Splinter, he he was a human transformed into a rat. In the comics, he was a pet rat of his master, in which the movie actually used that as the source material from that pulled from there. So there's there was a lot of stuff. Bebop and Rocksteady, don't, they didn't exist in a comic book. So why was it that we weren't bitching then? Why? Because we were kids. We didn't care. We we don't we don't care about that stuff. Yet now that we're adults, we're bitching about it because it's like, oh look what they're doing. They're changing this. They're changing that. They did it when we were kids. You're you're complaining that you're saying it. It's like I, I constantly hear one of my friends says it, and I hear I've heard it from so many people. They're destroying our childhood. They're they're destroying our childhood. Michael Bay is destroying it. Destroying what? Your childhood was already destroyed the moment that cartoon series was you know, created. Uh, what was it? Jack Walnuts. I was watching. Um, I was listening to one of their episodes, and they were talking about everyone giving hell on, you know, the Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. And, and I think one person, I forget who said it, and the like on the show brought it up that if you think about it, the comic book, they all had the same bandanas on, or they all dressed the same, like you know. Or, like, something like that. Like, you know, like, they, you couldn't tell them apart unless you can tell by their weapon. Yeah. Something like that. Um, like, how, like, it, like, everything changed. Like, the different, like, went from the comic book to the cartoon to the movie. It's like, you know, like, whatever, I guess, generation that you were a part of, that's what sticks in your head. And now that, like, this new movie's coming out, it's for a different generation. So you can't say nothing bad. I, like, yeah. I mean, people are just—they're gonna bitch because here's the thing. That's though. the thing I was trying to what, say. That, like, the, you know, the thing is—it's—it's—it's it's, it's like, yeah, they're saying it's for a new generation, but here's the thing: the the people behind it. One, it's not Michael Bay. He's just producing the freaking movie. He hired someone else to direct. Every everyone keeps saying Michael Bay, Michael Bay, Michael Bay. He's just producing the damn movie. He was—he's too busy. He's too busy doing his own movie. He's not in charge of this. Like he put his name on it. It's kind of like when. Guess what? When when Goonies came out, even though it was story by like Spielberg came up with the concept, at that point he gave it away. Like there were so many movies that were Spielberg presents Spielberg. I mean hell, even even Gremlins, like all these movies but guess what? Guess who, who was in charge of the movie? The director. After that, Spielberg let, let it go and all of these people. So it's like, stop saying Michael Bay. The, the decision comes on from all these other people, these directors that decided to make this movie. But like I said, it's just like one thing, just like I, I, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Tim Burton's version, guess what? It wasn't a remake of the movie. It was a remake, or it's not even, it's, it's Tim Burton's version of the source material, the book. This is his version of it. This is what I picture seeing. 
And that's what freaking what what they're doing right here. That's the director of this new film. This is his version of the comic book, not the cartoon show. And who knows? Maybe they'll pull some from the cartoon, but in reality, it's based on the original source material. That's why Kevin Eastman, the guy who co-created the, sh- the who worked on the comic book freaking is actually behind this thing he, he's in love with it he's like ah, I'm, I, he has his hand in it so one of the original people from the comic book is a part of this movie i i don't i don't understand why people give it so much hate because it's like look at why didn't everybody pit, bitch about the dark knight the the dark knight look at look at everyone loves the dark knight yet the joker the hell that's completely different from the comic book why why didn't everybody bitch it's why because all these it, they did a good job but yet watch the dark knight again and see how much from that is way off from the movies i mean from the comics how, how far off they drift off the, the dark dark knight rises even worse they they drift so far off you know from from the comics but yet nobody bitches then but yet you just have michael bayon right away oh and then people start to bitch well, see, the only thing I could say that I that I didn't like, and this is probably like something minor, and just like I'm just picking on it, like I was in the movies, and you know how you see like the posters of like what's coming next. I didn't even know it was the Ninja Turtles poster. It just shows a hand, and it shows a weapon, like a stick. You can't even tell what weapon it is, and, and it says Ninja Turtles. Like I know how they're, they're trying to make it epic, and it seemed like you know, but yeah, they're trying to make it an epic poster but like i'm like it, it really is it, it's really not that like noticeable it was weird but yeah but i mean if you're gonna but, tease the audience with something that's normal posters have done that since the beginning <laughs> yeah but like if you want a collectible poster i mean like i i actually like i don't know there's some like i like posters and like there's some posters that i just want i'm like oh my god well yeah they're they're, those i mean in reality these are like the teaser posters like a lot of movies have done that throughout the years where like the first images the first posters are just a tease you don't really get to see i mean look at for instance like jurassic park you saw there was no dinosaur all it was was the symbol jurassic park Yet you saw no dinosaur, and you thought that yeah, but was that, awesome. That, but that's the symbol, and I would... I, would I know that's the symbol, but there's nothing else on it. And that's why it's like, hey, that. show me a dinosaur. I want to see a dinosaur. That's what you're saying. It's like, all you see is a, is, is, is a silhouette a of hand. an arm. It's a stupid hand. Yeah, it's a hand, but you're you're like, mad honestly, why. Like, I, I would like to see, like, an arm with, like, a mask or something, like, hanging from it. Or, like, you know, I don't know. Just some type of... Yeah. It was, it was, it was a stick. All was. <laughs> a, a bow? A bow? No, a bow's, um... A bow stick? A bow staff. There we go. Uh, no, a staff's big. This was, like, this big. A bow's that big. A bamboo staff is that big. This was this big. How do you know? Because I saw it in the poster. In the poster? Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Let's see. I'm trying to look at what you're talking about. A stick. I'm looking. There's four images here. One, he's holding a sigh. Okay, obviously that's Raphael. There's another one that's he's, he's holding on to the nunchucks. Another one, he's holding on to the katana. And then the last one is the bow staff. I'm looking at it. And what what stick are you talking about? It was a stick. What stick? Hold on. Oh my god, you don't understand. I I clearly don't, because I don't know. You live, Here. you die, you fight as brothers. 
Look, all I'm saying is that stop bitching, people. Look, the original is still there. If you're complaining because they're destroying your childhood, man, my TV show. Oh, yeah, the purple. The the, the TV show still exists. It's still going to be there, all right? No matter what, stop bitching about these remakes, reboots, all this and that. Why? It's for a new audience, all right? It's just like... Like, I Guess like what? Or you know, if you if you don't want this stuff to happen, go see movies that are original ideas. You know, Edge of Tomorrow, this new Tom Cruise movie, freaking awesome! All about time travel. We fully talk on about it. Our last episode of Brothers Bear podcast. You know, if you want to hear us, me talk about it, go there. Go download that episode, episode eighty five uh, or eighty four actually. Uh, no, it was eighty five. But but aside from that, it's just like that's an original concept idea. Yeah, it's not doing well in the theaters. But what is? 22 Jump Street, uh, How to Train Your Dragon 2, all these sequels, reboots. That's why they do that stuff because the, it, it's it's a bankable, like, you know, it, it's an easy cash cash in and money. A studio with the economy and everything, a studio is going to be like, do we want to put in $100 million on an original idea or something that once made money in the 80s? All right, you know what? I'm going to bank on something that made money once chances are it'll probably be a hit and we'll make money and that's why they do this this is why these move these studios do that stuff if you don't want that go see movies that have original ideas edge of tomorrow perfect example it's not even doing that well but it's a really good movie go watch it and if you're gonna and if you're not going to see all these movies that are original concepts then you're just a part of the problem and guess what they're gonna continue doing this but at the same time, if you if you have so much hate for this Ninja Turtle movie, hey, don't go see it. Go stick to the either. I mean, hell, none of you even know the freaking comic book exists. You're all focusing well, on the damn cartoon. Nerds are gonna go see it anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna go see it. You know, when people bitched about Ben Affleck being Batman, I was just like, I'm on board. I, I trust them. I mean, I hated when Heath Ledger was was hired on, but then I, I was taken back. I was like, holy hell! I still hate the way Heath Ledger looks as the Joker. You know, because it looks stupid. Like. That's to me again. It wasn't in the comic. That was my issue with it. But now, with the way I see it, it's like, eh, whatever. This is their take on it. This is what they. Because for a while, that's how I, I used to be so stubborn. I used to be like, I because it would just piss you off. But for why? Don't don't let it get to you. Just want, enjoy the movie. You know, we started talking about this on our other show. Where, like, with Days of Future Past, it's alternate timeline. It's like what you see in movies or TV shows from the original source material see it as an alternate timeline see it is like as a new story as to what if this happened if this character did this and this character that's why we were talking about days of future past you had kitty pride in the original comic where she's the one that travels through time but then in the cartoon show it was bishop and then in the movie it was wolverine well at that point why don't there be three separate timelines there's three versions to that movie it would be like what if this this and this happened those three characters it's like you could do back to the future that way hey back to the future actually they did in the second one there was two alternate timelines you know biff traveled back in time so guess what there's a regular 1985 and then there's the weird destroyed future 1985 two alternate timelines we talked about it in Donnie Darko, so that's why. So if you watch a movie or they change stuff, see it as in an alternate universe, a what if. Like, oh, this is what if it happened this way. You, you might enjoy it more. I don't know. It's just a random rant I wanted to say. I know. I mean, I mean, people were like that with so many movies, but you know what? It's You know you're all going to go see it. You know you're all going to be like... 
yeah, it actually was pretty good. You know, I was taken back first, but now it's like, yeah, I like it. You know, and you're all going to go kiss ass on that movie. And you're going to buy the t-shirt. You're going to, like, dress it up for Halloween, be it for a Comic-Con. So. I guarantee you it's going to be it's gonna be a, heat, a hit. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, just because it's um, CGI, it's, like, I mean, there, there's one. I forget what it was. Something's gonna be CGI, and I'm I'm really upset about it. But I forget at the moment. If it pops up in my head, I'll let you know. Um, or maybe it was Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was. I mean, like, I don't know. My head's in so many places right now. So many. Yeah. All I know is that it's. I hope it's better than Part Three because Part Three was garbage. Ninja Turtles Part Three was terrible. And then the last thing I want to actually, uh, yeah, this is my last thing I'm gonna say about this whole subject matter is that I posted a picture actually on my other uh, Instagram. I posted a picture of Shredder and people were like, "What the hell? It's, it looks all big. It looks like a transformer." Mike and someone actually left this comment that made a lot of sense. When you watch the trailer, you see one of the freaking turtles. I think it's Raphael destroy an SUV like a Humvee like destroy it so obviously Shredder's gonna have to be big he's gonna have to be able to stand up to fight these turtles if he's just a regular uh, man like the way he was in, in the freaking comics and the cartoon these turtles would freaking destroy him so of course he has to be large man he looks more like Super Shredder the second rendition of freaking Shredder in Secret of the Ooze so again people stop complaining man you're bitching for no freaking reason it destroyed my childhood man ah Christ I swear I can't stand it when people bitch over stuff that it's just like seriously Sanj will punch you in the face. Like, yeah. Go look at the like, cartoon. And, and You won't even be able to finish your sentence. Like, you'll say, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, right in the face. Like, it's just going to happen. So, watch yourselves around them. Yeah. So, yeah. So, if you want to comp- debate me and say I'm wrong, first, I want you to get the comic book, the original comic book, and see how much is different from the comic book to the cartoon series and then coming complain. Bam. There you go. Right then and there. All right. So where are we at in time? Because I actually, I, I don't think we have any. 37 minutes, but we have to be cut out, cut out like oh. maybe like 15 minutes of that. We're 31 minutes. All right, you know what? Let's just get into our movie. Let's do it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So you intro it in. Okay. So right now, I'll do what Sanchez does. So right now, we're at that time. Of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and what we'll be doing is one of those movies that seems to be a very... You're terrible. Cultish. <laughs> cultish movie. Just be yourself. You're... <laughs> I know, I'm trying to be like you. And yeah, I'm... but you sound horrible. <laughs> Excuse me, like, I don't sound horrible. Okay, so right now what we're doing <laughs> is Heather's um, came out in 1988. Um, no, it didn't. It really came out in 92. No, it's 88. I know, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I, I threw you off right there. You're like, what happened? <laughs> I can never win. I can never do anything right. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's one of those movies. It's actually the old version of Mean Girls. Like, if you never saw Heather's. Cause I know a darker, a darker version of Mean Girls. Yeah, a darker version, one that involves killing and a romantic relationship, but 
starts off romantic but then ends up being psycho <laughs> um but it stars Winona Ryder and uh Christian Slater um I love that movie. I just, I can't get enough of it. The lines are classic. If you don't know what it's about, which I think you should, if you're not, if you're like listening to this episode, I'll explain a little bit. It's about three girls named Heather that are very popular in this high school who take upon to um, invite this girl, Veronica, to be a part of the group. And Veronica is pretty much like their slave, I guess. Like, you know, just trying to be the popular girl and... She can't, like, take it, and, you know, she finally runs into this very good-looking guy, and um, he kind of helps her out and tries to get rid of Heather because Heather's a bitch. The main Heather's a bitch. There's three Heathers, and the main Heather's a bitch, and everyone wants to get rid of her and kill her, and uh, Christian Slater, JT, um, or JD, JD, it's a JT, (laughs) Uh, Justin Timberlake, he's, like, or I Jonathan mean, Taylor Thomas, eh? No! Just like... <laughs> Wait, was that your generation? Justin Taylor... I mean, uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas? The, or was that... You were too young for that. I I think I was too from, young for From that. Home Improvement? Yeah, you were probably too young, yeah. No, but I did watch Home Improvement, though. But did you like The Lion King? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, were you... Were, were, wait, you were born in 93. When did Lion King come out? 97? Was it? Oh, okay. You can look at it. Look that up. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. They want to get rid of this. <laughs> and JD helps Veronica. And they end up falling in love. And she 94. Oh. <laughs> the following. You were, you were freaking a year old. I was. You were still Actually, pooping your pants. I have my Simba doll. Still. I, I, my parents actually got it for my hand. I still have him. He's right on the floor, but you can't see him. None of you can. Oh, my gosh. There you <laughs> go, ladies and gentlemen. You want to feel old. When that movie came out, for you fans who are actually of age, love 80s, we're talking about The Lion King for a split second. Renata <laughs> was one year old when that film was released. The day we arrived on the planet. Sorry, I'm just going to like keep singing. You guys sound like Michael Jackson right now. You're like... <laughs> the circle of life. I'm a nurse from when I ran away. Let it go. Let it go. Let, Let it, go. it go. Can't hold it back anymore. That song's terrible. That is a great song. Shut up. No, terrible, terrible song. You're ruining my. Nah, you know what? All the songs from Aladdin were great. Come on, now those are songs. Gotta keep up. One jump ahead of the red line. <gasps> One step ahead of the sword. Dun, dun. I steal only what I can't afford. Dun, dun, and that's dun, you know what let's talk about aladdin all right so aladdin was released in 19 i just can't <laughs> aladdin's a good movie dude seriously I love aladdin. yeah come on it's the first movie that you felt as a boy you could watch and it didn't feel girly that's what was great about aladdin aladdin was hot like if you thought about it like you know like just i don't know i think disney characters are hot you know what 
I, when you go to Disneyland, find Aladdin, take a picture with him. And I post will. It. But first, I want to take a picture with Gaston. Why? Gaston is so, like... Like, I mean, if you... Like, when you're little, you probably think, like, oh, my God, no way. But when you, like, think about it now, Gaston, that was pretty... Wait, who is Gaston? I forget. From, from Beauty and the Beast. Is he the villain? Yeah. Mm. And he's actually, like... Like, you see him in the park, and, like, since they open up the new Fantasyland, they have, like, a tavern for him and everything, and he always shows up there in the daytime, and he hits on all the girls. He dips them. He, like, makes them feel their muscles. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, I just want to take a picture with him. So, yeah. All right, anyways, back to Heather's. Yeah, it's one of those movies where, like, you have a sleepover with your girlfriends and you just dream over having a really a hot bad boy. Like, I think Christian Slater, J.D., is the, the, the pure definition of a bad boy. He does bad things psychotically, which kind of disturb, but then again, he's hot. Now, and- is he a goth kid? That's what I'm trying to understand because when I'm watching the movie, he has a trench coat. He's all in black all the time. So I'm wondering if he's in so so called the goth in the school. He's he's like the greaser of the eighties, I would think. No, there's an, no. A greaser I of the eighties would have looked like, like an actual greaser. You know what I mean? Like No no no. The greasers of the eighties looked like actual greasers of the eighties. No, they don't. Yes they did. They still look like greasers. If you're a greaser, you always look like a greaser from the fifties. His hair always did look greasy though. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, obviously, if you, you know what I'm talking about, if you're people, um, most likely he was goth. He wasn't a greaser. If he was a greaser, he would have dressed the part. goth, though. I, I just don't see him being goth. Why? It, 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 he just doesn't look like a goth. He had all the black clothes. He had the black boots, probably Doc Martens. You know, he's always listening to music, quoting, you know, some horrible dark stuff, and... His, you know, he had long hair. Like, he was he was a psychopath. Like, that's the one thing, like, I'm curious. Does he consider he... every goth person a psychopath? Yeah. No, they're not. I know so many goth people, and they're I know, not nerd. I'm being sarcastic. Well, I caught you in a lot. <laughs> I'm not calling it that. I'm saying his character. That's what I'm trying to say. For the for the way of a film, of a movie, because you think about it. Every, everything, you know, this movie really looks dreamy. Like what I'm what I mean by that is when you watch this movie, it looks very like like cloudy, like in a sense like kind of bright. Like it almost plays off like everything is a dream. Did you catch that? Did you notice yeah. that? Yeah, mm-hmm. like there's certain scenes where like there's a lot of slow motion and it's but kind the music of music alone. Like mo- the music alone makes you feel like you're in like a twilight zone at Dude, certain points. See, that's the one thing I wanted to bring up. I'm glad you mentioned that because the music when I all right, I'm <laughs> I've never seen Heather's at all. This is the, actually the first time I've ever watched no Heather's. Way. Yeah, I swear. <laughs> I had never seen Heather's at all. I knew of Heather's. I knew what happens in Heather's. You know, I knew the plot, the concept, everything, who started it. But I have never watched Heather's. So this was the first time I was watching it. Honestly, first off, great movie. It's on. It's a really good movie. Though when it was first initially released, it failed. It bombed it at the failed, box yes. office. Yeah, but at least now, you know, it's caught on an audience. It's considered, like, a classic, as Renata puts it. A classic, you know, but it's a good movie. I honestly loved it. I I highly recommend this movie. But the thing about this movie is when I was listening to it, since it's my first time listening to it, I'm hearing the music, and I'm like, dude, this music totally sounds like the music 
from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. It sounded exactly alike. And I'm like... Really? Yeah. And I was like, wow, it sounds the same. Like, it's almost like... So when I looked it up, David Newman, the guy who composed the music, did the music for Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. That's, that's why it sounds the same. Wow. Pete, you're good. Yeah, and I was like, I actually, hey, yeah. to my, my co-host, he's that good. And, and I'm being serious. I didn't, like, look it up first. No, I'm being serious. I was just like, I was just like, dude, this sounds like Adventures in... Pa- I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. This sounds like freaking Don't Tell Mama Babysitter's Dead, because I've seen that movie plenty of times. When I was a kid, I watched it a lot. Sadly, we could never do that episode, because it's in a 90s movie. I know, but, I love the movie. But yeah, but the music, I was just like, dude, it sounds... It sounds so like it, so I was just like, oh, it, it, and it, it is. But what's cool about this guy is that he's actually done some others. Uh, he did Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. He did the music for Bill and Ted. Obviously not the music that's played, like, you know, you know, two heads are better than one. Ooh. You know, not, not that stuff, but the actual, just the music part, you know. He did Critters. If you've never seen Critters, we're going to do Critters soon. You know, mm-hmm. he did the original Frankenweenie. Uh, Brave Little Toaster. Oh, great. Love that movie. Come I love on. the Brave Little Toaster. Yeah, Throw Mama from the Train. Little Monsters. Come on, Fred Savage right there. Maurice, mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, just so many movies. Oh, DuckTales, Treasure of the Lost Lamp, you know. Uh, well, there's a bunch of other movies, but they go into the 90s. I'm not even... Oh, and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Movie? Huh? Did he do the Chipmunk movie? No, he didn't. Okay. No, no, no. But yeah, so that's why... So I thought that that, that was really cool to... Um, that the music, and then this, talking about alternate timelines, we could, ha- we could have had a, a, di- a totally different movie because Brad Pitt originally auditioned for JD, but when, when, when the producers and everybody, the casting directors, when they saw Brad Pitt, they loved him, but they felt that he was too nice to play a sadistic, a, a sadistic character like JD. So they passed on him. So imagine we, this movie could have been completely different. We would have had Brad Pitt. As a teenager, I pulled it off. Yeah, I mean the looks. You talk about dreamy. You're saying like, oh, the bad boy. Imagine Brad Pitt. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really a Brad Pitt fan. I'm really not. That's why I'm just like not too crazy about the whole idea. Idea, but have you ever seen Young Brad Pitt? I mean, Cool World. Yeah, come on. Like, not... I mean, he, even as a guy, I mean, come uh, on, you look kind of good. Like, <laughs> maybe like Corey Feldman, but like older Corey Feldman. Uh, like Corey kinda... Feldman would have been terrible. I think he would have been okay. Well, hell no. See, the thing about Corey Feldman in his honestly his acting, like as it, it's it's just the same. Like his hey guys, like he has this weird voice. I know you people listening, you know what I'm talking about. Corey Feldman. Is not choice act. No, I mean he plays weird character actors, but as a leading char- man, no, he could never do that. Oh, what about um, um, Matthew? Um... Matthew Perry. <laughs> Matt LeBlanc. No, what's his name? What's his name? Sanchez? David Schwimmer. The... I don't From know. His name is friends. From the Outsiders. Oh, Patrick Swayze. No, not Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, Dylan. Yeah, Matt, Matt Dylan. Yeah, Matt Dylan. Nah, he would have been too old for this point, by the, by this point. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then plus, like, one thing, like, there always used to be this, this thing about, uh, early in the career and all that, and, I mean, early 90s, not now, but, like, Christian Slater, they always say he, he was almost, like, doing impersonation and mimicking Jack Nicholson. When you would hear 
him talk. He really was. Like, I kind of sense that, too. <laughs> but he was. Actually, his his role, his, his what he did was... I, I'm 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 doing I'm I'm gonna emulate I'm I'm uh Jack Nicholson and he actually sent a letter to him saying hey watch my movie tell me what you think he never got a response maybe he has now but he was literally emulating Jack Nicholson like you could tell when you hear him the way he talks and all this and that you know yeah. hey you know so I mean I don't know like in the one line that he says he's like chaos is what killed the dinosaurs darling like he sounds just like um. Jack Nicholson there. Like, I just thought it was like, I was like, but that's when I started to realize it. Like, really fully realize it. I was like, hmm. Yeah. Jack Nicholson, eh? Hmm. So, let's, um, let, I have some questions that we, you and I could discuss. Okay? Now. Um, okay. Did, did they know each other prior to the beginning of the movie? Did no. they actually know each other, but did they hide it and play it off? No. So they, it's so the, you know, when they're doing their little, if you won a million dollars and if no, the it, world, it, it kind of was just like, she was starstruck over him. Okay. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like here. Okay. Then this is a perfectly like, this is why I have a question where I'm going with this because when she goes up to him, I'm curious if they're playing it off. Like they don't know each other, like because of, you know, the Heather. So she's hiding it or if they're meeting for the first time. Because if they're meeting for the first time, so then that means the second time they meet, they already have sex. Well, there's maybe people are like that. She's a hoe bag. And see, that's why, guys, I'm telling you guys, be a bad boy. <laughs> be an a-hole, be an a-hole and a bad boy. Because girls like that crap, you know? Because girls want to live in that fantasy. Exactly. Thing. Especially if you know but, a girl is a good girl. She's a really good girl and a sweet girl. Be a bad guy. Be an be a be an a a hole. Be a jerk, and she'll have her her panties on the floor pretty soon. Because look at what happened in this damn movie, and it's true. Look at Renata. She was all like, "Oh, the bad boy." And blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, like, <sighs> like that that See, don't do that. What, but what, like, did, what did I just say, people? Yeah, you're, yeah, but no, that's not the message that we're trying to, like, in a guy version, yes, in a girl version, the bad boys are always going to be, like, the heartthrob, but you're always going to need the good guy in the end. No, go, good guys finish last, trust me. I know this, in high school, I learned it well. Early, you know, in my 20s, I learned it well. For some reason, girls don't like that, man. Just be yourself, whatever, but don't be, like, the overly nice guy or try to be the nice guy because you're not you you literally will finish last or not even finish the race because no girl will be interested in you. just be yourself don't try to be overly nice and i mean i don't even know what the hell to just say. just be, just be like, a jerk sometimes yeah just just be a jerk and just like an a-hole be mysterious yeah and if you need to punch don't don't, abroad, don't, put, don't put out yourself too much and just be like Hi, and then Look, just like, sometimes if you need to open your hand and then give her a little slap, it's all right. You know, it's okay. If it worked for Chris Brown, it worked for you. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that answers that question. So then, so then, since you're saying they didn't know each other, they did not know each other. Literally, the second time they meet, they do it. It was the. It was the. She got the slushy. Like no, actually, she met him, and then it, the weekend came along. And she saw him in, in the store, asked to buy a Slurpee. She's like, you could buy me a Slurpee. 
And then he's like, okay. So then, then technically the third time, but later that night. Yeah. So the third time later that night, damn, that guy moves fast. And this girl, she just gave it up quick in the backyard of her own house. Well, she didn't even remember. She went to the college party and she didn't want to do absolutely anything with the college. Yeah, guy. but she, she freaking dropped them, you know, right for this guy opened her legs. First of all, I don't know how her parents like didn't notice like they're in the freaking backyard doing this. These, Wait, they did it in the backyard. These parents were like the not even really involved with the child and. You know, oh, we got to give her her space type of, like, parent in the 80s movie, you know, trying to be, like, more new wave when it came to, like, parenting. Sanch, I got to ask you a question. This may be, like, just, you know, an easy question. But if your daughter, if you had a daughter and you saw a guy like JD coming along, would you stop her or would you let her go? Well, I would try to knock some sense to her because... Since me being a guy, and I, I, I know, have known guys like that, and I've known how I was, but I wasn't ever like the way JD was, but I knew how guys were. I would try to wake her up and, and hopefully have taught her right so she can make the right decisions because that's the one thing. A lot of these girls, and I've seen it because I was the nice guy in high school, and these girls would always go for the jerks. These guys would make them cry. They would come to me, and I, they would cry on my shoulder, and they'd run off right back to these guys. So I would I would try to stop for you know, but sadly sometimes these girls are idiots and the you know they you you're a prime example your 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 parents told you like this isn't a good idea and you did it anyways behind their back. What? What are you talking about? Dating an older guy. Yeah, because because what? He was he was older. It, it, that's the the number one issue he had here. A car. Was, he was he was very like mysterious. He was like, "Come on, let's just let's just go out." And I was like, "Okay." Yeah, exactly. You, you your parents were like, "Don't, like, don't." He's too old for you. Like, this is weird. I mean, it is. It, it look. Okay, I hope listen, it, ha- I was, guys, I hope it I happens was to 14 you. Fourteen, and he just turned seventeen. I and hope, I was turned just turning. 15. I hope this happens to you. <laughs> that your daughter ends up dating. A girl who, I mean, a, 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 a guy, <laughs> or hey, hey, it might be an older girl. Who, who knows? But seriously, I hope this happens to you, so you could experience what your your parents went through. No, I'll let her go. All right. Cool. I would. I would. I mean, maybe. I don't know. All right. So, really quick. Obviously, you can tell how much this movie is of its time. And I'm not saying that, oh, it looks so 80s or whatever. You know, of, of, of course, it's an 80s movie, late 80s, almost early 90s. But the one thing that you know for a fact that hap- if it happened today, the whole movie would be done. It would not take place. It'd be over was the fact that when JD, in the very beginning, pulls out a gun and only gets suspended. Yeah. Like, well, I thought he was going to get, like, kicked out. He would have been arrested. Today, he would have been arrested automatically. Zero tolerance, boom, no. Gun, arrested, you're gone. He's in jail. Mm-hmm. So you know for a fact now that that scene would not exist. Another thing, too, with this movie, you notice they use fags a lot. Like, they say the word fag a lot. Yeah. In this movie. That's the one. Every eighth movie they used fag. Yeah. Like they would make fun of gays and say fag and this and that. And that's the one thing that if this movie was made today, they that wouldn't exist anymore. Because it's the one thing like, you know, 
The 80s were a simpler time, as they say, and they could get away with a lot. Now, oh, hell no, you could never use fag. But one of the funniest scenes in this movie that made, that made me, as Renata say, die laughing, was, <laughs> was, was when, when uh, Veronica uh, tricks the two guys, the, the football guys. Um, yeah. When she tricks them, uh, the whole thing about, like, oh, it was a uh, curtain ram when she... When they're spreading rumors that, you know, she went down on both of them. So she's like, I'm going to go down on them. She tricks them and they end up killing them, whatever. And then, then they're, and I love when the dad is at the funeral and he's like, you know, I'm proud of my son. And, you know, I don't care if he was, you know, gay or homo or whatever. And he's like, and then he just yells out, I love my gay son. <laughs> I started laughing. I'm like, dude, that's not, I mean, that was obviously for comic you know last right there you know like i love my dead gay son like that to me i was laughing when i watched that I will, you know or dying laughing as renata put it but it's like there was a lot of gay you know humor in this like like when they get the nerds like say i love sucking dicks i love sucking dicks you know so you could obviously tell it was a it was a movie of its time that's not gonna exist today but you know hey it happened like honestly, I I I still find this very like crazily crazy odd, but so genius is just how quick Veronica like just even though she just met JD, how quick she was to realize what type of a person he was and what was his next step. Because usually, like when see like when you date somebody, like you really don't get to know them fully until like say like about a year or two like you don't like know what they're what, what they're gonna do but yeah. it was just crazy how like she she would write in her diary and just the stuff that she would do like act like she knew him for years like the fact that she knew oh he's gonna kill me he's gonna kill me next and she sets up that whole like you know hanging thing like fake hanging thing i thought that was ingenious like, I really thought that was, like, the end of the movie, though, when, I, when I'm the first time I watched it. And I was going crazy. I was, like, I was like, how can they have this ending? This is, like, a Romeo and Juliet, but, like, weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then I just started, like, and then you just see her mom. Like, her mom doesn't scream. She's just, like, and then she says something. And then she, like, untangles her. She's, like, hey, mom, you know, I'll, I'll be right down for dinner. And then she's, like, Okay. And she just closes the door. Yeah, she that, that was weird. Like, her, like, saying, what's your deal? Like, why would you do that? Like, like she that. doesn't even freak out, like, even when she first sees her. Yeah. Like, she doesn't even, like, fall into tears or start crying or anything. Yeah. I don't know. And and Carlos just sent me a a, a text right now, a fun fact about the, uh, the movie or something. Well, I don't even know who Mr. Squills, Squills is. I don't know. I, I don't know how to pronounce the name, but anyways, it says... Fun fact, Mr. Scarlet himself, Sonny Moore, was in a band called For, From First to Last. And Carlos loves that band. He actually has a shirt of theirs or whatever, and so he's a huge fan. And it says, and one of their first full-length uh, albums was named after a line from Heather's. That's awesome. You guys search that. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not sure which... Maybe it's Chaos is What Killed the Dinosaurs. I don't know. You know what? Uh, you keep you keep talking. Uh, continue talking. I, I you know, and uh, I'll look that up. Okay, I'll continue talking. But yeah. Um, Did you find anything that you hated about the movie? What did I hate about the movie? Um, I was just uh, I didn't like how they killed off like the main Heather automatically. It was quick, huh? It was really quick. I kind of wish that they kind of, like... I thought she was really stupid. Like, first of all, 
no, no, Veronica in general, I didn't like how, like, she didn't think that nothing was going to happen to the main Heather by drinking, like, friggin', like, dishwash, like, like, soap and, like, chloride or whatever she was drinking, chloride. She's like, we're not going to really, and then she said to JD, she was like, we're not going to really kill her, are we? He's like, well, like, say, like, I don't know the exact line, but I guess I read, he was like, well, what do you think? Or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, like, like, and then the main Heather, like, why would there be, like, it was kind of weird because she just wakes up and they're both standing at her bed. And she doesn't like, question it, like, get the hell out of my room, especially yeah, him. Yeah, she doesn't that. And then they just give her a drink, and then she's, and then I would have been like, first of all, what are you doing in my house? Get the fuck out. Sorry, excuse my language, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> do they still listen? Yeah, of course they do. Oh, okay, right on. And I, like, and I would have been like, I'm not, and then they're like, and I'll be like, she, first she did, she, she did question, she was like, well, what's this? And then she was like, oh, well, like, what do you, what do you, like, gonna be a dork or something a loser not drink it or whatever like you know and she drinks it automatically i didn't even realize it i thought they were just like you know gonna make her get sick or make her throw up or something or shit herself but then like you just see her clap right off the table like you know and she just falls and then it's just like wow that escalated so quickly and it just and it was i didn't like that I think they should have killed off the two the two first Heather's first. They should have waited till yeah. her last, or maybe like Shannon as a, yeah, or a, or like about to kill like Heather Chandler, like the main Heather. Yeah, I think that you know maybe Veronica should have stepped in and could have, and then they could have changed their ways and whatever, mm. and like could have been like you know maybe an epiphany, an eye opening for Heather, you know, while she kills JD, but. I just thought, I just thought it was like really quick. Yeah. But that, but then as you go and you watch the movie and you think like you know, well, this is why it led to this, this, and this, you know, because Mm -hmm. of this death, you know. Yeah. Well, I have a question that comes from that. What you brought up. Okay. Okay, but first, before the the album, the their album, it's their second album. It's called "Dear Diary." My teen angst has a body count. Yes, it's another great one. But yeah. I think there, I think there is a, an album called "Chaos Is What Killed the Dinosaurs." That's why it sounded familiar. Okay, yeah, because this right here, their album was taken from a monologue in the film Heather's. But go ahead. What was the question you were going to ask me? Chaos is what killed the dar- the dinosaurs, darling. I'm wondering if that's an actual album, though. I just yeah, see the I, quote. I would name my album that. <laughs> well, okay. My my question is this. All right. So you're saying, you know, because they give her like what? They gave her like some Drano or something like that. It's all blue. Yeah. She drinks it, dies right away. Okay. We know the scene. Um, when they're going into that house, her plan was just hopefully to make her throw up. That was it. Make her extremely sick to throw up. Yeah. He wanted to kill her. And even she's like, no, we'll do this. And he still pours it and this and that. Right before they go in her room. They do this whole focus scene on the fact that when they put the cups down, they kiss. They focus on how she's not paying attention and grabs the wrong cup. He looks down and sees that she has the wrong cup. And he's like, hey, uh, and she's like, what? Uh, Nothing. Here, let me hold that cup for you. And then, so my question is this, because once Heather dies, she, Veronica isn't like, oh my gosh, we gave her the wrong cup or this and that. She right away knew, like, oh, yeah, we killed her. Like, so why is it that they played off a scene acting as if, 
Like, why would they do that scene? Like, I'm wondering if they did a different take or they left it in because they play it off like as if Veronica grabbed the wrong cup by accident. So they're going to accidentally kill her or more so Veronica is going to not even know thinking that she gave her the milk and coffee cup or, or milk and whatever. Um, uh, but it's like it doesn't that scene didn't make sense for me because it's like JD knew right away like, oh, she grabbed the wrong cup. I'm not going to tell her and we're going to give her the, the wrong cup. But yet, maybe she did that purposely. I don't like, know. It, it's just like uh, it could be in the editing. Maybe, maybe it's one of those scenes that like the director kind of makes you think because they always put scenes in like, like like we were talking about with Donnie Darko, um, the last episode that we were talking about. Like you know, like it's those type of like scenes or endings of a movie that really the director really makes you think hard on. You know, and it kind of like no. Gives you- I mean, I honestly believe like, no, there's a deleted scene. It kind of made me feel like I had a brain fart, and I and I was confused too with that part. I was like, was I, I honestly think there was a deleted scene. Like I honestly believe that the scene was all right. She she grabs the wrong cup. They go in the room. JD knows it's the real cup. Veronica doesn't know it's the fake. It, it's the real cup. She thinks it's something else. She kills her Veronica. But then maybe they did a different take, and they're like, well, what if we do a scene where she knows they did poison her because that's how the scene plays off that she knows Veronica poisoned Heather. Like she knows for a fact, she's not even confused. Like what the hell just happened? I only gave her this, like how he's like, and JD could have been like, Hey, you picked up the wrong cup. I didn't want to tell you, but But it was kind of stupid. It was just like, even if they did make her like poop or like, you know, just make her throw up, it was still like went viral around the high school that it like, in a sense, it was an assault to kill. You know, like, I don't know. Well, I, I doubt it because if he pulled out a gun in early in the movie, so nothing happened then. So her, you know, and plus, what was what, what was the goal there? Like making her throw up. Imagine if they did make her throw up. That's all they were doing. What they're gonna point and laugh? Ha ha ha! Okay, let's go and run. Like, hey, you threw up. Wow, that's getting her back. Like, kill. I don't know. The whole this movie's dark. Like, well, I how like, would you do it? I don't know. I would. I would probably. Um, get Drano, put it in a cup, and say it was milk, and I just can't. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, I mean, that's the one thing about this movie. It's it's extremely dark. Like, yeah, Drano looks exactly like the color milk. Like, th- 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 she was so retarded. She, first of all, she, I can't. She even looked at it too. She looked at what color it was. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, that's the one thing. Like, obviously, to move the story along, they had to do that. But it just that doesn't make any sense. Like, to me at all. Like. There's this odd guy in your house that you don't even know whatsoever, and he's giving you a drink. You have, you question the fact that he's giving you, like, what is this? I'm not going to fall for this. And she still takes it. Yeah. Like, at that point, it's her dumbass fault for because, freaking dying. Because it, kind of, it was kind of like, you know, excuse my language again, mom and dad, but it was kind of like she felt like she was being a pussy. You know, like, you know, like, oh, you yeah. know I'm, I'm, I'm Heather Chandler. I'm, like, the most popular badass girl in the school. If I yeah. don't take this, I look like a weenie. You know? Yeah, and I love that when she dies, it, it becomes like a whole like she was this awesome girl in school, and then so it actually makes her yeah, you more popular. Was out. Yeah, like and it, it's it's just funny because there's even that cheesy band. Um, I, I forget what they're called. Big Fun, I think that's what they're called. The band or something like that. Doing that teen suicide. Don't do it, teen suicide. It just sounds so cheap. Like there's, you could actually look up the song. I look it up, but big fun, teen suicide. Don't do it. It's so, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll play it on this freaking 
<laughs> I'll look for it and I'll play it at the end of the of the podcast. But yeah, oh, here's another thing. The, the, the movie, again, fantasy, fake, but you could still play along and be like, okay, this movie, there's only some, there's one whole scene that really just looks so stupid and fake, and it's the cops. When the two jocks die, the cops, the way they come out, they're all fake, like with the guns, like holding out, like jumping left and right. Like, that was. They they were cops that never, probably they were like new cops that never experienced it because usually, like, when, I guess, like, whenever you see in every type of, like, movie that involves cops, you're all like. Like, you know, they try to look badass. Like, they try to, like, you know, be like, like, I'm a cop. Like, you know, like, you know, stay away from me. Like, you know, that type of, like, attitude. Yeah, well, I mean, it looked, it, it, that was so cheesy. I'm watching, and I'm, like, laughing. I'm all, these guys look so cheesy fake. I don't know. I, I, what amazes me how JT and Veronica got back to the car that quick, and they didn't even see, like, a glimpse of them running to the car. Yeah, exactly. Again, movie magic, obviously, but that, that for a fact, the cop would have caught them. Exactly. Like, how, how could he not? Like, you could see something running in the woods. Like, the, the trees are not, like, that, like, close apart. They're kind of, like, pretty... Yeah. Like, I don't know. And it was, and then even question them. They didn't even question them. Like, they just said, oh, it's just these uh, two kids making out in the car. Don't knock on the window and ask them a few questions. You know what I mean? Or just check the trunk. Yeah, seriously. Like, they didn't even do it. They're the only ones there. Um, okay. And also, too, um, let's see. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Another scene that just really, this is just retarded, was, okay, you know when when, he, when Veronica, or JD's trying to blow up the school, Veronica comes and stops him, and then he smacks her on the head, like, uh, against a fire extinguisher, and he continues planting all the bombs? Yeah. The next time we see her, she's completely dirty, she has a cut in her forehead, I'm just, like, wondering, she just got smacked in the back of the head, how the hell did she get so dirty? I never yeah. understood that. Like, and then when at the end of the, the, the whole fight scene and everything, when she's outside, she's completely covered. Like, she's dirty, cut up. Like, I was like, no way in hell would she have looked like that. Maybe the boiler room was really dirty. I guess. But she was dirty before she even entered. Yeah, and then, like, I'm just, surpri- I'm just surprised she survived the blow-up. <laughs> like, God, it was reminding me of a cartoon. Like, you know, like, when some, like, creature, like, some type of cartoon gets blown up and the one person's just standing there in the smoke and, like, they're yeah, just, like... Yeah, she would have been, she would have been blown out, like, she would have died, too, I, honestly. That's what I thought. Like, when the first time I watched it, like, the ending, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, she's gonna die right there. Like, you know, she's gonna lit up a cigarette and then she said it's gonna be her last thing before she, like, dies. But then, like, no, yeah. she's still alive. You know, cat with nine lives. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna look at it for now. I want a cat in it with nine lives. Yeah, I mean, this movie is is really like. There's a lot of cool stuff about this movie. Like, I know the original direct. I mean, writer of this story wanted Stanley Kubrick to direct this movie, and he knew that this this movie could have been three hours long because he knew Stanley Kubrick is the only one that can get away with that. So it's kind of weird. Like, imagine a version of Stanley Kubrick. Like, like I mean, he the the direct the the. Um, the whole opening scene is paying homage to Full Metal Jacket. The whole opening to this movie. It's like, I don't know, there's just a lot of cool stuff. Like, for instance, when when Hunter S. Thompson, for those of you guys, you know, I mean, you, you have to know who Hunter S. Thompson is. Um, when he died, on they, they, they Rolling Stone put his suicide note 
on in the Rolling Stone, you know, magazine, and the title was "Football Season Is Over." So, and that is actually what Christian Slater, you know, JD's character says when the two guys die. He says that you know, football season is over. So it's like kind of cool that there's like all these weird. I mean, that's not it sucks. Some people died, but these are like whole references from this whole movie and everything. Yeah, I'm. I just I think it's awesome how like even though like certain movies um, didn't do so well in the box office at the time, it just becomes such a cult. Like everyone talks about it, people get dressed up as it. There's even a Broadway show that that just happened called Heather's. Oh yeah, Heather's. did you go Heather's see it? musical? I want to see it. Mm. Well, yeah, here's some get... here's some eerie 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 uh, eeriness to this whole movie. Two characters in this movie since uh, th- that were in this movie died. One of them in the, ca- the character in in one of the scenes, he actually. You know, when, when Heather dies and everyone's, like, praying and you hear their, you know, their inner monologue, one of them prays saying that he will pray to never commit suicide. And he actually, in real life, with the shotgun, killed himself in 2000. Killed himself. That's, you know, it's like, oh, wow. Like, a guy who, in a film, prayed, I would never commit suicide, and ended up killing himself. And then That's another crazy. character, um, uh, it was Heather Chandler uh, says the says the line... Do you have a brain tumor? Did you have a brain tumor for breakfast? And she actually died of a brain tumor in 2001. Wow. Yeah, this movie kills people, man. There you go, you know. So I got to ask you, since you watched it for the first time, what was your favorite part? Or like, you know, like what was like your favorite? Oh, I already told scene? you. I already told you. The part where the dad, where he's crying, he's like, I love my dead gay son. No, that was a funny moment. But like, what was like your like a part where you were just like, oh, like I really liked that scene or like whatever. That scene was the funny, because it was funny and it, it was an actually entertaining scene. The movie itself was just good. I mean, I, you know, there's, there was a scene that I, that there was something that I extremely hated that I can't stand in movies and TV shows or in commercials that makes no log- logical sense. So that's why I say, you know what? F you. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Gotta kill me, man! <gasps> Stop it! I am very disappointed! It's this week's you-know-what? F you. Okay, seriously, this part I can... I... All right. What's the character, the, the big girl? I mean, I feel bad for her, but who's the big girl? What's her name? Nancy, I think. The the, the big fat girl? Yeah. <laughs> they called her something. I can't remember what, what they called her. But the big girl, there's a part where she's in the gym by herself, and she, she has a soda, right? And, and at one point, she spills the whole drink on her shirt, right? Yes. When she takes a sip, she sips like as if there's nothing in there. I don't get why movies, TV shows, and stuff do that. Look, I get it as in, like, visually, you're watching someone taking a sip. And when you see someone, if I take a sip out of something, there's nothing in it, it's going to sound like this. Her name's Martha. Yeah, okay, Martha. So when you when I'm taking a sip, you don't hear anything. But anytime in movies, see, like, when you watch those freaking, they don't do those anymore. But when they used to do those uh, Carl's Jr. commercials that say, like, you know, you know, uh, if it doesn't get all over the place, it always shows a guy just brand new, just got all his food. He sits down eating his burger. Every time he takes a sip of a soda, you hear the like as if yeah. the, the drink is empty. Like, why do they do that? They have a full drink. Sodas don't make that sound. It's so stupid. Like, I never understood that. She spilled a full soda on her shirt. Yet before she she spilled it, she's taking a drink like as if it's empty. 
I don't get why movies do that. I don't get why TV shows do that. I don't get why commercials do that. It's like the only logical idea I can get is so it can give the idea that they're drinking something because if not, there's going to be no sound whatsoever. But who cares? Like you're making it sound like the drink is empty. I don't get it. You're supposed to. It's about a full drink. They're thirsty. Yet it sounds empty. I don't understand that. Never will. I hate that movies do that. Cartoons. I mean, cartoons, movies, TV shows, all that commercials. So that's why I say, you know what? F you. <laughs> F you. Oh, God. Where are we at in time? We are ready at two hours and a half. No way. Actually, shit. I didn't even put record. What? I didn't even hit record. No, you did not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't. Oh, crap. Do you want... Are you cool with recording again? Are you... Are you... Are you shitting me? No, I'm not. I, I forgot to record. Can you record? I guess. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my God. No, we're, we're actually... You're shitting with me. You know what? We are at... Let's put our final thoughts. We're at 114. All right. All around, I think this is a awesome movie, especially if you like Winona Ryder and um, Christian Slater, and you like that whole Mean Girls high school type of getting revenge movies. Yeah. This is the true Mean Girls because we saw what everyone would want to do. Someone that's so mean, that's such a bitch, you just want to kill them. And this is what this movie did. Exactly. I also, I also loved their outfits. I love... I just love the fashion in that movie. The fashion in that movie, like, speaking on a fashion event, mm -hmm. I loved it. I love the whole scrunchies in the hair, like, business woman, teenager, mixed look. I don't know. I just like that. I think if, honestly, if I did had to be, if I did had to be a teenager in the 80s, I would definitely dress like that. And I have the hair for it, too. You would. I would. Mm -hmm. and, but I wouldn't be, a, I wouldn't be a mean girl. I wouldn't be a Heather. I would probably be like a Veronica without the whole psycho boyfriend and getting laid the third time I meet a guy. Unless, <laughs> yeah. unless, unless, he's, unless he's really hot and, like, he's just, like... You know what was dumb, real quick? Remember when she's with the at the, the, the college party and she, she throws out a candle or whatever and it catches a trash can on fire? They kept focusing on that trash can on fire, but it went nowhere. Like, nothing happened. Yeah, I thought like like the the place was gonna be set on fire or something. Yeah, and they they never did that. Like they focused so much on it catching on fire, they kept going back and back, but it led to nothing. That was weird. Maybe, maybe it was a symbol. Who knows? I don't know. All right. Well, yeah. So, so like we said, you know, it's a it's a good movie. You know, nineteen eighty nine, in which it was a, re a release. Eighty eight. No, no, no. It, w it was um, released in 1989 in Italy, but it was originally released in 88. So it's kind of weird that, like, it's uh, it took a whole year, or not a year, but, like, a good amount. Like, you would think they would release it not too long afterwards, but, I mean, they gapped it pretty much. But, anyways, yeah, so, 88, it's uh, only made a million bucks out of two, two million budget. Uh, Shannon Doherty is in it. It's kind of cool to see her right before the whole Beverly Hills 90210. Which it was kind of weird scene. I was like, "Oh wow, Shannon Doherty's in this movie." I didn't even like I said, I never seen this movie, so I thought it was it was cool to see her. But yeah, all in Didn't, all, uh, Christian Slater and Winona Ryder date during this movie or after? Mm. 
Because I every picture that I'm looking at them right now, they seem so close. Like especially during the premieres and everything like that, like the parties. Maybe they did. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, like I mean, honestly, it's usually what happens. Like usually when you have roles that involve like two people being in love, especially like young teenagers, you're gonna eventually maybe date. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who knows? Well, anyways, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Heather's never seen it. Hey, it's on Netflix. Check it out on Netflix. Watch it. It's a good movie. It's a. It's dark. Like I said, there is murder. The, it, it's. It should be rated R because they do say a lot of bad words. Is it rated R? Yes, it is. There you go. It's rated R. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So watch Heather's. All right. Before we go, as always, we got to do Sanchez's soundtrack. So I'll be quick because it's you know we're very we're very far into the episode. Um, so this week's. I'm going to give you a Nine Inch Nails song, but I'm going to give you hardcore 80s Nine Inch Nails because there is an album from 89 called, you know, Pretty Hate Machine. But before that, there is there is a whole bunch of demos that they did for the album that was coming out. And if you listen to the, it's called, you know, they actually had released it later on, but it's called Purest Feeling. And it's all these different versions, the original versions of what was on, um, Pretty Hate Machine, in which some of the songs aren't actually featured on there, but the song I'm going to give you from this album is called uh, Maybe Just Once. When you listen to this, and if you're a fan of Nine Inch Nails, you're going to hear hardcore, like just 80s, you know, freaking, you hear the 80s in this. I mean, Trent actually had, like, if you look up Trent before Nine Inch Nails, you see where he was in bands that were just so, like, 80s. Like, I wish I could find, like, it's only on YouTube, but I, I wish I could find, like, where he's actually singing that it's like, don't turn around, uh oh. You know, he he actually. They, I mean, it's just eighty. Come on, it was the eighties. It's so freaking awesome. It's like so new Uh-oh. wave. Yeah, so I'm gonna give you like new wave nine inch nails. So if you're a fan of nine inch nails and you've never heard this, you're in for a treat. Like seriously. So I thought, like, all right, well, I'm gonna give you this. And also too, since JD is, you know, a, a goth basically, a rocker, he probably listened to the Cure and Nine Inch Nails. Oh, not even like Skinny Puppy or something like that. So he's probably a fan of all this stuff, you know, Joy Division. So that's why, you know what? I'm going to give you some Nine Inch Nails, you know? So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So, you know, Renata, say your goodbyes before we head out. Bye, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed this lovely episode. I know I did. I really had a good time. I was actually begging Sanch for like the longest time for us to do Heather's. And I think he was just holding this up because he hasn't like saw it. So he hasn't seen it. Soul. Soul. Um, he hasn't seen it. So, um, yes, please go, um, watch the movie. It's a great movie. Um, uh, make sure you download, um, tell people about our podcast. Besides iTunes, you can find us on podbean.com, stitcher.com. Also, we are on the pod gods network, podgodsnetwork.com. Check us out. And the other, awesome podcasts that are on there so um yeah that's my goodbyes <laughs> well there you have it ladies and gentlemen all right well i'm thank uh thanks again everybody for uh listening to the show please again everything what renata said you know just interact with us stop being shy so yeah so yes, there you, stop so, it yes sorry so, so there you go ladies and gentlemen so take that um so as we you know finish planting all the bombs around our high school we're gonna travel get into our delorean and travel back to the future
Entertainment has been diluted to the lowest common denominator. A dollar makes me holler, honey boo boo. One podcast has vowed to bring laughter to all. I know two things in this world right now. Okay. That I don't know anything and that I want a lightsaber. <laughs> I'm sorry, was I having phone sex with your wife? This entire show has gone to comedy. Welcome to Cockamania. Mark. There's voices in my head that no one else can hear. I will. I will defend Dick till the end. Joanna. I kind of had a thing for Mr. Peanut. To be surrounded by cops, essentially. Really, it's like a life of ambition. (laughs) Mike. The human autocorrect. If I did it all of the time I wanted to, no one would be friends with me. They may not always get along. You were only a dick because you called me a douche. You're, you, well, you were a douche, but that's the point. I wasn't a dick. You actually were a douche. But at least they're professional. No, we have to do it again. Get Mark Punk It's crazy. Random happenstance. You're going bionic arms and legs. Bionic arms and legs. I'm You're going, going bionic, bionic hair. Totally a guy-girl thing. <laughs> Subscribe to Crazy Random Happenstance by searching CRH in iTunes or Stitcher or go to crhpodcast.com. You're going back to Arkham, Joker. (laughs) Oh, that's fine by me, Bats. At least there I get to listen to the Jack of All Nerds show on Chaotic Radio Sundays from 8 to 10 p.m. The Jack of All Nerds, Sundays from 8 to 10 p.m. That's what I just said, Bats. Try to keep up, will you? That's the show where they talk about comics, movies, gaming, sci-fi, fantasy, comedy, pop culture, and a number of other things. Exactly! And it's hilarious! I know, right? I mean, uh... Why, Batbrain, are you a fan? Oh, Batsy, we have something in common. Looks like it could be love. (laughs) Shut up, Joker. Let's go listen to it together, Bats. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.